Hole in One, an excerpt from Saddlebags, Trunks, and Tombs by Mia J. Mays or Mia Multiplied. This is from book one of the trilogy. Book two will be done super soon. There are stories within the story of Saddlebags. A hole in one is one of those diamonds in the cave. Enjoy. The aged hand picked up the smooth, white, ultra two golf ball laying on the edge of the golf course. The flashing red and blue lights reflected off of the ball as he dropped it into the ancient saddlebags. All week, she had got numerous dinner, dinner invitations for Thanksgiving. People were not only offering dinner, but rides to their homes and then to work afterwards. Marceline had accepted an invitation to her boss's home, knowing good and well she would not be going. The group at the doctor's office, her day job, spent a lot of time and energy helping her and trying to give her things they felt she needed. She knew it would drive them half out of their minds if they knew she was spending the day alone without a turkey dinner. They didn't, couldn't understand her intense need to be alone right now. Marcelina lived in Half Moon Bay for just under a year. The night job at the hospital ended up being very lucrative for her. Lucrative was what she and her husband needed to get their fledgling business up and running. Unfortunately, her husband and the business were 70 miles away. There had been many sacrifices on both their parts to get this going. Many times, they had both wanted to throw in the town of a regular life. She would not be the only one spending the holiday alone. They vowed to each other that this would be the last. On Thanksgiving morning, Marceline prayed for her husband. She knew that being apart would be harder on him today than it would be on her. That afternoon, around two o'clock, the call came asking if she was ready to be picked up for dinner. The previously prepared lie fell from her lips quicker than she had thought it would. I just got off the phone with my husband. He's on his way right now to pick me up for dinner. Thank you very much for the invitation though. Well, we just wanted to make sure you didn't have to spend the holiday alone. See you on Monday and have a good weekend at the hospital. What the people around her here in the Bay failed to realize was that even if she were in a room full of people, her heart was with her husband, and without him, she would continue to be the one thing they were trying to prevent her, her from being, alone. As it neared the time for Marceline to find a ride or prepare to walk the three and a half miles to work, something in her had already prepared to make the walk. She was blessed to have so many people willing to help her. Today, she would give them the only gift she could afford, the gift of time. A little more time with their families. Families and time, two things that most people took for granted. Of course, until both were gone. She would be going to work with God today and spending an hour in true Thanksgiving. Five minutes or so into her walk, Marceline spotted a golf ball lying on the ground. You sure are far from the course. It must have been a heck of a hit that got you here. Smiling, she picked the smooth, white ball up and held it in her hand as she continued toward the hospital. She was walking and smiling to herself, thinking about all of the blessings and trials that she and her husband had endured over the past year. Soon they would have the coffee house set up and running, and they would be back under the same roof. Soon she would be the housewife she had always wanted to be. Justin was itching. It had been a long while, and he was starting to get irritable. If he didn't get what he needed soon, he was going to blow. He was gunning his large white truck up the street when he spotted the woman in hospital scrubs walking alone down the road.
Her hair was tied back, covered with a light blue bandana, and she had a black and gray backpack on her back. He continued to rev and break, rev and break as he got closer to her. It looked like his itch might finally get scratched after all. Slowly he rolled past her, going the opposite direction than she was walking. She had a very thoughtful, content look on her face and a more powerful stride. Just across the street from where she was walking were two Hispanic men, one older than the other, probably relaxing after a big dinner. Just as he passed her, he gunned his engine once more and flew up the quiet residential street. Idiot, she thought out loud. Men and their toys, did he even care that he was playing around on a residential street? A street where at any time children might be, have been playing outside? Probably not. Men like that were rarely careful until it was too late. Then they were standing there with tears in their eyes, telling the police that they hadn't seen the child run into the street after the ball. How many times had she heard that line as she covered up a tiny victim in the ER and prepared to tell his or her parents that he was gone? How many more times would she have to give that speech? Being a housewife again would be a saving grace. No exit, the sign blared out. She had taken this unknown street as a detour off of the main road so her friends wouldn't have the chance of spotting her when they finally headed off to work. Now she was stuck. Which way now? She thought as she spun around looking at her options. Going back to the main road would take too long. Marceline definitely decided to make a left on Ponderosa and then a right a block later on Mount Charleston. Hopefully this would get her to Red Butte the one street she knew would take her to the main highway and then to work. Justin watched her make the turn onto the far side of the golf course. It would only be a matter of time with even a small amount of luck. When would they ever learn to stay on the beaten path? Hopefully for him, never. Women. Okay, I've done it again, Marceline spoke loud. She seemed to be the queen of shortcuts that turned into scenic routes. She had made numerous turns and it even ended up crossing a few man-made dirt roads. Finally, she could see a street in the distance that looked like it might be Red Butte. She heard the engine revving, a truck, or maybe a motorbike, hard to tell from the distance. This place was the perfect spot for dirt bike riding, as everyone would be able to tell by looking at her shoes. There was definitely a lot of dirt. She would just step to the side of the road as whatever it was got near enough to pass. This was the, no the norm. Whether she was walking or riding her mountain bike, drivers, especially nowadays, didn't pay enough attention to bikers and or pedestrians. She had learned to be cautious. She was in his sights now, nearing the far end of the golf course. There were a few houses back here, but it was a holiday. No one was out. Soon, he too would be giving thanks. The roar of the engine was getting closer. Marceline instinctively moved to the side of the road and continued walking forward. She wasn't worried, as she was used to the drivers by now and was maybe 10 yards away from the paved walkway on the back of the course that would take her to where she needed to be. The engine was closer now. The engine was closer now. Ooh, I lost my spot. The engine was closer now and soon would pass. She turned, more out of curiosity, and stared into a black abyss which were the eyes of the driver, protected by the windshield. God would again bless her, and later, thanks would be given that she was already dead before a crumpled body landed in a sand trap 20 yards away. 
the watcher. I watched the white ball roll from the woman's hands. I watched it come to rest near a stretch of reeds where the blackbirds were screeching as the flashing lights from the police cars followed behind the silent ambulance moving slowly away from the golf course. The walker stepped from the shadows looking down and reached the ball. I really hope these stories are just sad stories. This was impossible. For the sake of my mind, I've decided that they are just stories. There is no way this could be real. So it looks like I have looked up on some serious sci-fi and now for my day away from the pen. Thank you everybody for listening. Uh, this is copyrighted in 2018 and Mia J. Mays from Mia Multiplied Incorporated. All rights reserved. This website, blogs, or any portion thereof may not be reproduced or used in any man- manner whatsoever without the express a <laughs> express written permission of the publisher. Thanks a lot, guys. Catch you next time. Me.